1: Tomorrow's Derby Day. Look for close to 45,000 fans in attendance on Churchill Downs on Saturday. This is your Morning Buzzcast for Friday, April 30th, the last day of April. Can you believe it? Hard to believe. Hope everybody is doing well. Should be a busy weekend with the Derby and the NFL Draft. And if you watched last night, the first round of the NFL Draft felt a lot like previous years. Sure, the crowds were smaller. Yes, it was rainy, but you still saw many jersey-wearing fans cheering their team's pick. You saw Roger Goodell having fun with the booze from the crowd. You saw Roger Goodell also get to hug the players who were drafted again. So it felt like an almost return to normalcy. It was a good vibe around the NFL draft. The big storyline, of course, was the quarterbacks and a couple of big trades. You had Trevor Lawrence going first overall, as expected, to Jacksonville. BYU, Zach Wilson second to the Jets. North Dakota State's Trey Lance going third to the 49ers. The Bears surprised people by trading up to get Ohio State's Justin Fields. And the Patriots sat tight. And waited and got what they wanted Alabama's Mac Jones at number 15. Overall, a pretty swift moving round ending just after midnight, so close to a four hour affair for the NFL draft. When it comes to player representation and agents, Athletes First led all agencies once again with eight players taken in the first round of the draft. They topped CAA, which had seven picks in the first round. Remember last year, Athletes First dethroned CAA Sports after four straight years of leading overall first round picks. Athletes First also had the most top 10 picks with three players that they will represent. The first six picks of the night were each represented by different agencies, including MGC Sports, WME Sports, CAA Sports, Athletes First and Alliance Management. There were 15 different agencies representing players in the first round. We will have a full breakdown of the players drafted and their agent and agencies representing them today in the daily. Alabama had six first round picks. Clemson, Florida, Miami, Northwestern, Penn State and Virginia Tech. Each had two first-round picks. The NFL Draft also brought a great deal of corporate support. Our John Oran reported last night that Disney signed 40 new advertisers to this year's coverage of the draft, including Courtyard by Marriott, which was presenting sponsor on ESPN, and The Home Depot was presenting sponsor on the ABC broadcast. You couldn't miss their branding on the broadcast. They were evident all night. 100 brands will advertise on ABC and ESPN during the draft. That is significant growth, Disney said. They saw big growth in travel, financial services, home improvement, auto, restaurants, tech, and telecom. So those categories, pretty hot for Disney in their ad sales. The second and third round of the NFL draft scheduled for tonight at 7 o'clock. The draft ends with four rounds on Saturday. So all in all, a good start for the NFL in Cleveland. Let's shift to the opening day for Endeavor. Yes, Endeavor closed its first day of trading on the New York Stock Exchange yesterday with a share price of $25.20. That was up 5% from its IPO price of $24 starting the day. The stock was up as much as 12% earlier in the day, but then retreated and ended the day up 5% from its opening price. As we noted on the Buzzcast yesterday, Endeavor's Ari Emanuel, Patrick Weitzel, Mark Shapiro, UFC President Dana White. They were among the executives that rang the New York Stock Exchange opening bell on Friday morning. The IPO valued Endeavor at around $10 billion. After ringing the opening bell on Friday, Endeavor President Mark Shapiro talked about the company and said they are in growth mode. He said they're focused on areas of live events, experiences, premium content, and sports betting. He also identified marketing and advertising as growth areas for the company and hinted there could be acquisitions in that space to accompany its current creative agency, 160 over 90. Interestingly to me, he said that the UFC is the key to global growth for Endeavor and a potential entry point into China. He said that nothing is hotter in sports or trending better in sports than the ufc he said they plan to bring the ufc to france in the future they've already taken it to russia and he says their long-term plan is to take the ufc to china so a big day for endeavor a successful day for endeavor and it looks like more future growth in the plans for endeavor let's shift to some news around the pac-12 because yesterday nba senior executive amy brooks told r michael smith that she is not a candidate to replace Larry Scott as the Pac-12 commissioner, the well-regarded Brooks joins a growing list of candidates who have been linked to the position only to opt out of the search. Amy Brooks's name surfaced in reports earlier this week, and it was understandable. She played basketball at Stanford. She's been with the NBA since 2005, and again, she is very, very well-regarded, but she says she's going to continue to focus on the global growth of the NBA. So Amy Brooks says she is not a candidate to replace Larry Scott as Pac-12 commissioner. Staying in college sports, here's something to keep your eye on. Remember how the state of Florida was set to allow college athletes to leverage their name, image, and likeness starting on July 1st due to a state law? Well, the Florida Senate passed a bill late Wednesday night that included an amendment to that law. And it effectively delays the effective start date of that name, image, and likeness legislation to July 1st, 2022. Yes, it would push back the start of that a whole year. So it's not clear why the Florida Senate is interested in delaying the bill. And this still must be ratified by the Florida House chamber and approved by Florida Governor DeSantis before any delay would take into effect. So this is a story developing. We will surely have more on it. But a very interesting development from the Florida Senate potentially delaying the name, image, and likeness bill in Florida. Four other states are set to have name, image, and likeness laws go into effect. In July. Good news in Chicago where the Blackhawks and the Bulls can now have fans at United Center beginning May 7th. Capacity set at 25% or about 4,000 fans. With the Blackhawks fans returning, all U.S. based NHL teams will allow fans this season. So that's a great, great sign. In the NBA, only two teams have yet to allow fans the Oklahoma City Thunder. And the Portland Trailblazers. So those are the only two teams in the NBA where fans are still not in the building. And finally, we generally end the morning buzzcast around people. I found this People item very interesting yesterday, PointsBet, named former Madison Square Garden and USOC Communications Executive Patrick Sandusky as its Senior Vice President of Communications. Now, why is it interesting? Well, it's a new role at PointsBet, and it shows just how seriously the sports betting operator is taking corporate communications it's a smart move because communications as we said on the buzzcast has to be at the main table in all decision making i think you'll see more moves like this going forward where the sports betting operators really ramp up their executive talent around their corporate communication so patrick sandusky going to points bet as senior vp of communication. So that is your Morning Buzzcast for Friday, April 30th. So again, a busy weekend, continuing the NFL Draft and the Kentucky Derby on Saturday. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody has a great weekend. I'll speak to you on Monday.
0: Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros.